everyone, and welcome back to the JoyClicks Gamescast. This is episode 69 being recorded on June 9th, 6-9 itself. I am your host today, Christian Buckley, joined as always by the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. You know, it's, it's, I think you said last night, you know, that God has, God has smiled upon us, we lads, you yes. know, us, 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 us youngins, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I would, I'm going to have to agree, you know, like, have we missed the show this year? I don't think so. Cause like, I mean the, the amount, I mean like just the, the process of like us, okay, this is the first day of recording, right? Yeah. To somehow miraculously land and for us to not miss a show. If we didn't miss a show this whole entire year, like to, 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 to do that. Oh wait, no, it started last year, right? I mean, we started like 69 weeks ago we started. So yeah, that was last year. Wow. Look at that. I man. think. Look at that. But through COVID without missing a show. I mean, it's not hard to miss a show with with, with, with COVID. Yeah. But uh, look at that. 69 on 69. Look at that. You, you can't make this up, you know? Just can't. Just can't. Now, we have a special episode today, Kevin. It's an episode we always love doing. Uh, it is our E3 predictions, 5 and 5. You know, going to get wild, going to get complex. I think because of just god willing this incredible miracle of a coincidence i think that means everything we predict will actually happen so we have to be careful now <laughs> what if we have uh conflicting bets you know conflicting predictions christian Who, you know what i'm saying whoever like, which, says I it mean, first will mm. be the truth then I would like to go first. <laughs> <laughs> We're popcorn. We're doing popcorn. We always do that. Um, but how you doing? It's it's not summer yet, but it's summer, you know. So it's sure hot as hell over here. I'm I got a tank top. I got a summer bandana on right now. It's Ooh. like it is hot. How are you doing? So I woke up this morning. There's an there is a uh, excessive heat warning for the East Valley. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Um, I'm sure. Have you? Uh, is it wait? I know Phoenix is not that known from a global, at least from a national standpoint, yeah. right? Like, I, mean, I don't know how many aware. times like you're, yeah, I'm sure people are aware, right? But like, are you, is everyone aware that Phoenix is literally in a valley? Like we're like in a, in like a, in like a, in like a concaved region that's surrounded by mountains. Like we're like in a literal valley. Like, is that common knowledge too? If I'm being completely honest, I thought your entire state was flat. The Phoenix is flat, yes, yeah. for the most part, yes, yeah. But like, I, I just think that's a cool feature that like we're because you can see like the surrounding mountains that make up the Phoenix. And by Phoenix, I mean like there's other cities in there, obviously. But like, mm -hmm. I just call the whole area Phoenix. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, there's a, a there's an excessive heat warning, so it's only 102 though, so that's not even that bad, right? Yeah. But we go into next week, Christian, on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. So while we're going to be reacting, to, while we're going to be reacting to Nintendo and all that fun stuff, it's going to be a hundred and seventeen, and that is a very steep incline that I'm not looking forward to. Um, mm -hmm. Usually, it's a gradual period, right? But we definitely had like a cooler May than usual. Same. Um, yeah, it, it definitely wasn't that crazy in May, but. 
uh, we're ramping up in June very quickly, and, I'm, and that's not going to be fun. That's like, uh, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. This past week was hell. Uh, and you know, I do all my recordings in the attic in the studio right. I build up, and it gets warm up here. So oh, no, I, bet. Oh, yeah. I either need to install a air conditioner from the 1970s that is a little too loud for my comfort for doing recordings or uh try to find some very quiet fan that is pretty much useless so yeah hot hot air rises so i hear yeah. right mm-hmm. and plus i mean like do is it do you know if like the majority of houses in massachusetts right that's right mm-hmm. massachusetts uh like have insulation mine definitely does you know because yours does okay okay cold the winter that makes sense okay so yeah because i know like in san francisco right like they don't really have insulation i guess Mm -hmm. in their housing and everything we definitely do for sure um but uh another thing as well just a side thing um i got so uh you've never met me in real life yet right but uh i am uh i'm not extremely height deficient but i'm a little bit height deficient right you know i'm five seven you know what i'm saying I'm I'm in the short one. <laughs> I'm in the short king clan. You know what I'm saying? No, a five eight is not a five eight. You're you're definitely on the cusp of like being considered a tall human, right? Even though that's an inch. I'd say right? it's average. Yeah, I wouldn't. Say yeah, tall I would say that at all. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I would. I'm definitely in the in the in the in the short king short king clan. Sure. Right. And I noticed that the the desk I have is like a little bit taller than the average desk because like it's not really a desk it's a table Mm -hmm. that works really well as a desk Mm -hmm. it's a nice wood desk right um so i've always felt that like i've been a little bit short with the seat that i have right so what i did was i bought uh three inch (laughs) wheel casters for my chair okay and they look like rollerblade wheels Mm -hmm. so i went from like i think it was like an i think it was like an inch and like seven eighths to three inches on the wheels, which now I, I sit a lot more taller in the chair and I really, really like it. Nice. So I'm that, that's all I had to say. That's, it's just a big change for me because it, it feels very different. Oh, feels I, very I, different. I understand that for yeah. sure. Like yeah. just, you know, it's summer. I we'll get to games in a second, but I have been having this thought a lot lately, right? Because I have I'd say longer hair than hmm. uh short hair right um Mm. every day recently maybe it's just because i'm tired of what life has been the last year i'm thinking like today i'm either getting most of my hair cut off or i'm just gonna give up and get like a job in pr somewhere uh and then Mm. after (laughs) after i eat something normally i'm like all right just i'm just gonna do stuff (laughs) but it's one of those two. One of these days, you're either gonna hear a retirement speech from me, or I'm gonna show up with no hair. So, I always thought you were gonna double down and just do the, maybe not like an exaggerated long man bun, but like some sort of man bun style. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was doing that last um, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna double down on that, but I, I like a nice pivot. You know, I've, I've been, you've, met. Yeah, you've you've known me. I, Long time. Did you first meet me when I was bald, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm comfortable now with the curls, with the nice little, you know, medium skin fade, beard. Sure. 
I'm I'm comfortable with this hairstyle right now. So we're gonna keep it like this. I know last year it got a little bit long and a little crazy for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, like during like the PS5 unboxings, like my hair is dumb long mm -hmm. there. So yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable right here. I'm comfortable. Well, uh, that is our fun little episode 69 uh, release conversation. Um, but I have no pants on, so there's that too. Yeah. Uh, yep. We are, it's a very light, light news week. You know, E3 is days away, so that's the reason why there's not much to talk about today. Uh, we will get to our predictions. We will recap uh, some news about a huge AAA game coming out October 22nd. But we'll start out quickly with some games we're playing. I got two things I want to shout out. Uh, this past week on stream on twitch.tv slash chun2d2, I've been doing some very short PS1 games. Um, I did two on Friday and Monday. Friday, I played Rugrats Search for Reptar. Um, it is a minigame compilation where you're playing these minigames as the Rugrats. You're collecting puzzle pieces to... I think there's 12 puzzle pieces you collect by playing minigames or collecting things. And then, surprise, you can build a Reptar puzzle. And then at the end, you get to play as Reptar destroying a city. Um... That was I was a game I had when I was very young, and I never beat it, and I beat it in an hour and like twenty five minutes. Uh, so, I actually I looked up the speedrun uh, time on speedrun.com. Uh, if I listen, I wasn't playing an actual disc version of the game, so it wouldn't count anyway. But uh, I think I'm thirty sixth for all the fastest completion times on that game, and I was like, hey. That's not Amen. That's, was was that your first attempt? I yeah, I've never beaten that game. I've yeah, played a couple yeah, of yeah. mini games before, you know. But I would I would call that not bad, honestly. Yeah. That's that's that's, uh, that's almost. I mean, I I'd put that on my resume. Yeah. You know? Top 40s, like Ryan Seacrest. Um, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, that that was neat. That was fun. Uh, I've been in a large gaming hurdle series right now of like Kakarot. I'm almost there. I'm at like 56 hours right now. Got to push through. Got to finish off that final arc. Get the platinum. Um, nice, nice. Hopefully by next episode I'll have it. But uh, yeah, I wanted some like short, quick hits to to get through, just so I feel like I did something. But um, you've been tracking your games. You track. You've been tracking the past few years, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have 2019, 2020, 2021. So only. So it's been about two and a half years. Um, of tracking, yeah. Like I've I've thought about I thought about pulling up my PlayStation list online and like archiving everything I beat and doing all that back thing. I don't know. Uh, that's I. That I, sounds like a lot of work, you yeah. know. So, you know, sounds, and I mean, like, is is not every game I played had trophies. Like right. a lot of the uh, Ratchet and Clank games that I tracked did not have trophy support. Sure. And I'm sure I've played other games and like on. Nintendo platforms on mobile. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. We're just gonna start at 2019. Yeah. You know? I think yeah. I started tracking in 2016, and I've definitely been on an upward Ooh, curve. Nice. But uh, nice. I thought it was interesting, right? Because I'm like, oh man, I'm lagging behind right now on games I beat this year compared to last year. I checked. Yeah. This year I've beaten. If you're including replays of Resident Evil 2 campaigns, uh, I've beaten right. 31 games to credits this year so far. It's not bad. I. I'm around there. You know what? Yeah, let's 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 do a nice six month 2021 GG check. Why not? And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I counted last year, because I remembered around this time last year I be I was playing The Last of Us Part Two around this time, right? So, yeah. 
I went through my 2020 list to see how many games I beat around this time last year to judge where like I finished The Last of Us. And for funsies, I kept counting. The 31st game I beat last year, Kevin, was Resident Evil 7, and that was in October. Whoa. So we okay, got the summer yeah, ahead you, of me. I think I'm going to lap you, myself. You've been moving. Yeah. Out of the three years, the highest uh, games I beat, which is no surprise, 2020. Uh, yeah. I beat 53 games that year. So uh, on average, like a, a tiny smidge over essentially a game a week. Right. Mm -hmm. um, right now we're at 27 okay. uh, games I beat to completion. But there are some that like I am separately counting DLCs. Right. So I'll have a different number if you want at the end to like really just like, okay, what's like a game game and what's like a DLC side thing? Because right. I do, I, I have always counted DLCs, just any like game project. Yeah, like that game product that I've beat from completion. I to, mean, you know, last yeah. year I counted Destiny expansions, you know, because those are like six yeah, hours. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, right now it's uh, 27. Nice. Yeah, 27 right now. So I'm close numbers up. You're you got a lot ahead of you. You got two more coming up. Um, but I do. Yes, the, sir. The yes, second sir. one that I did beat, um, I played a Capcom arcade game on PS One that I was expecting to be complete shit, and it surprised me. I really liked it. I haven't added it to my Twitter thread right now, yeah, yet because I don't know if a score of an eight out of ten is too high for this. But it's called Marvel Superheroes. It's yeah. it's a fighting game. And it's a sequel to, like, an X-Men fighting arcade game, right? But you can pick, uh, like, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Psylocke, Hulk, Captain America, Juggernaut, uh, two characters I d had never heard of, and a couple others, right? I think the roster's around, like, 8 to 10. But you pick a character. It's great pixel art, by the way. Um, you know, what you'd expect out of a 90s arcade cabinet. And you get to go through this selected roster of characters some of them aren't playable right like i fought dr doom in spider-man's campaign and it's just a really solid fighting game that i was expecting to be terrible you know and i'm not great at fighting games but i had a great time with it uh spider-man's combos real simple to pull off uh well kind of and then like once i got a hang of it i looked super cool i was doing all these flips i looked like a pro and the end, Kevin, I reached the end of Spider-Man's campaign in, like, 30 minutes. And the end of it, you fight Thanos for some reason. I did not expect that okay. to happen. Okay. And, All right. like, for finishing his campaign, you get a cutscene that they animate. Uh, for, and they do this for each character you can play as, right? And Spider-Man's campaign, after he, you know, saves all these superheroes like Thor and uh quicksilver from being frozen in stone by thanos he goes home to mary jane and he's talking to her about like oh i saved the universe and she's like your universe is about to get bigger uh i'm pregnant <laughs> and then he's like <laughs> am i the father and then she's like well i'm the mother so like and that was the end of spider-man's campaign for this just this 90s arcade fighting game it's just him going home and his girlfriend telling him that he's she's pregnant and i was like this is not what I was expecting. I thought this game was going to be terrible, but it was really fun, and it was a really cool, weird, wacky ending. I loved that so much that I ran through it again as Captain America. So. 
Really? Yeah. His ending was oh, much more, like, in tune with everything. It was like, hey, he unfroze everybody, and then him and Thor were hanging out, and they're like, hey, let's go do something else. We're Avengers. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Yeah. There's someone outside my door. Okay. And I think I should go check that real quick. Okay. So, uh, do you have another game that you played this week that you want to talk about? I you don't, but I can talk about something. I think, yeah, talk about something. I'm going to be back in like 10 seconds. Okay. 15 seconds. Okay. okay. So, let's see. Let me pull up the old iPhone. Let's see what's going on in the world. Um, you know, in terms of games, I don't know what I'm doing next. I have a lot of things I want to play. You know, everything I want to play is a JRPG, uh, which is a, unfortunate for me because those games are long. Um, thankfully, I think the next one I might tackle is The World Ends With You because the sequel's coming out in July. Uh, I love Tetsuya Nomura, creator, or not creator, but he's, I don't know, the the leading force behind Kingdom Hearts. I, I love his work, and The World Ends With You seems like a very stylish, exciting game. Uh, I have it on my Switch, I've owned it for over a year, and I just have not booted it up, much like Kakarot, but here we are, so. Alright, that was my little brother's fiance. he did... She, I don't know if there was a miscommunication. Maybe my little brother forgot to mention. Mm -hmm. He's at work until like 11 o'clock tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I just, yeah. So, she's, yeah. All right. That's it. I thought it was, you know, the feds, Christian. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought they were after me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, Kevin, uh, you got a couple quick hits. Uh, Village, you've progressed a little farther. You have beaten uh, Moreau, the third lord. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gotta be honest, Moreau, the third lord, you know, it was, I, I liked the, I liked the, like, end boss fight you have with him, I yeah. think, like, there's some cool stuff they do with, like, they definitely make a tense, you're in this, like, grid maze type thing, you know, and he's putting up these, like, you know, uh, like, goo walls and stuff like that, um, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's a good damn. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like, if yeah, like overall, like I thought that was pretty cool. But as a whole, I didn't think it was like the best part of Village. You know, like I was definitely more like impressed with the house sequence, um, like like the dollhouse stuff and and uh, even uh, the Lady D section with the castle and everything. Um, yeah, wasn't wasn't my favorite part of Village so far, but. Um, yeah, I mean, as of this recording, you'll you can check out part four, the finale of uh, Resident Evil Village, um, which uh, I stopped right in front of Heisenberg's, I think, mm. whole setup. Um, so we'll 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 see how that goes. Yeah, because uh, he immediately had my attention when I saw when like when wait, I think Mother Miranda's there in the beginning of the game. Yeah, like when the trial. Yeah, yeah, when you're, yeah, when, like, the whole cast is there and they're all, like, you know, having conversations and everything about this, like, ceremony and all that, um, he definitely caught my attention. So, like, I was definitely looking forward to his part. Um, we'll be playing that today, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I, I didn't think, uh, uh, Moreau, is that how you say his I name? So. Moreau? Or, yeah, I didn't think his, his was, like, the greatest, uh, part of the game overall, but, um, I still found it, you know, somewhat cool. Like, now I'm getting drops of, like, Kadu. Like, it looks like Caillou, but th there's a D in there. Kado, I believe. Kado? Yes. Kado. Okay, so th there's this Kado entity. 
in this jar type thing. I read some notes that they were looking for vessels for Cadeau. Um, I'm already putting things together that may end up being the case, right? I think Cadeau is Mother Miranda's child, something like that, you know? So I think I think we got some things going on there that um, I think you can start connecting dots that may be actually what the game is leading me to sure. lore-wise and story-wise and everything. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm still enjoying it. I actually did, like, a, a highlight last night. There was this, like, room that is on the way to Heisenberg's, like, main area, I guess you could say. Um, and it's, like, an underground temple where you have to use... I don't think it's the first time I've used the mechanic of, like, shooting this flaming lantern right, and yeah. to light up other things in the room. I think I did that earlier in the game, Yeah, you, but you remember, I think I did it on accident. Remember the room where there's the... Uh, it's when you're going into the dungeons in the castle and there's that room that's like... It's called like blocking the light or something like that, and it's the the mural of uh -huh. like all those uh, soldiers. The wall. Yeah. That's where I did it. Yeah, that's where I did it. I think I did that part on accident. I feel like I did... like. I feel like I didn't intentionally do the flame fire thing. Like I, I think so, I yeah. did that on accident and didn't realize that's how you did it, whatever. Um I thought that was cool. Um I thought it was cool how you had to light one of the um zombies on fire and then have them walk over to the yeah, flame I, and I love the that other room. Puzzle, yeah. I thought yeah, I thought that was clever. I thought that was clever. I kept hearing about a puzzle that people were really stuck on and didn't know what to do. Have I gotten to that part? Like I feel like I think it was something about a lock that you have to shoot. I heard about that in like some reviews of Village. I and and I was thinking like, was it one of these puzzles that I did that like I could see? I guess someone being stuck on there, but I didn't think it was that hard. I mean, I think you know the, the one you're talking about right now is an optional thing because you only get a treasure out of that. Right. Um, yeah. 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 But I can't think. I saw, to my knowledge, I think I saw all the environments in that game. Uh, like I was taking my time, I was combing through that place, and yeah, I yeah. don't think there was any puzzle that stumped me. Yeah, and no. I can't think um, of a lock situation. Like maybe it's just because I'm used to Resident Evil games where it's like, hey, shoot the lock or something like that. Right. So that could be it. But yeah, I did not maybe. face any walls with puzzles. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Um, and it's not like you know Resident Evil Seven had like the most intricate puzzles ever right yeah. um but and and maybe i'm just misremembering but i'm feeling like these puzzles are a little bit easier and not that not that difficult maybe they're harder on like village of shadows difficulty sure right but um i find that you know pretty just whatever mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean i'm i feel like uh the playstation that we had the playstation the not playstation the play session mm -hmm. we had last night was more of just like i'm on the bridge on the way to something big right, right. so we kind of just did some yeah like it wasn't the craziest like you know yeah. play se play session i had um but considering that i'm gonna beat the game tonight um i appreciate the game's length mm -hmm. especially right because like i mean i know like a lot of people were you know i mean not a lot but some people were were bringing up the process of like oh like is village worth x amount of dollars or whatever yeah, and all that and like you know that always gets brought up right um I mean, I would argue that, like, Village has a lot of craftsmanship in the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a really well 
made, developed, crafted game that I think definitely warrants a price point. Like, yeah. Plus, even though, yeah, you, I'm gonna presumably beat it in like under, let's say, like at max, maybe 11 hours. I'll take like, maybe right. There's also the mercenaries mode. There's also, uh, like. Every Resident Evil game you're supposed to replay, you know, if you're, like, committed to it, not just, like, I'm here for the story, which, yeah. like, I'm there for it, but, you know, I like replaying those games. Um, right, right. There's a ton of stuff to unlock, like, this isn't a spoiler at all, but there's uh, an item you can purchase, because you know how in RE3 there was that shop and you, by doing in-game achievements, you unlock things and currency to, like, buy rewards in the game? Yeah, yeah. So, in this game, you have to... I think beat every um, mercenaries map on get a double S rank on it, and yeah. then this unlocks it. Then you have to purchase it with your feet currency. Um, it's a lightsaber that you can just play Ooh. the game with a lightsaber. Okay. So okay, like there's that's cool. I think there's tons of incentive to replay Village and on its own, even as its own package. I truly like that is absolutely worth full price. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I think you know, even for me, like I can can tell you right now, like I'm pretty unlikely to go check out Mercenaries, maybe, right? Like yeah. I'm pretty unlikely to do that. Um, uh, I'm definitely the type that just, I mean, as far as you know, Resident Evil goes, right? Like I'm kind of a newcomer to the series, right? Only RE7, RE2, RE3 remakes, and then Village right now. Um, I'm definitely more of like a hey, just one and done. Sure. Let me just experience the story. You know, I don't need too much out of it, and. Um, like, I'm not feeling like RE3, where RE3, I felt a little bit like, all right, you know, I wasn't, like, particularly, like, jazzed about RE3 as a whole. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like, like I didn't, I, I didn't, like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I really like RE3, but I feel like if people want to have a conversation about, like, a Resident Evil game not being worth 60, because I do remember that was a conversation because it came out around Returnal. Um, mm -hmm. This is not the Resident Evil to have that conversation about. That was last no year, you know, like this. Yeah, there's yeah. like four times the amount of stuff from three remake in Village. I think in just terms of scope, the maps, uh, playtime to a certain degree, like there's yeah. absolutely way more. But yeah, yeah, like I think so far it's um, RE2 remake, Village right under there, mm -hmm. RE7, and probably RE3 remake nice. in my like favorite to least favorite. Resident and Evil so far. Um, I, I don't yeah. imagine that in your final three to four hour session that you're gonna think less of the game. So Yeah, yeah. I am wondering like where this end of the game is gonna go. Cause like it goes I places. feel like I I feel like I should be expecting like like, you know, where where we start in RE two and where we end up is like I never thought we'd be in like this underground lab type thing going on, mm -hmm. right? Um same with Village, like, uh, no, sorry, sorry, um, same with RE7, right, where, like, I never thought we'd be in this, you know, flashback whole thing with the boat thing, yeah, so I wonder if there is, I mean, like, I, I gotta assume there is, like, some crazy, like, new location that I've, I've never been to, you know what I'm saying, um, so, we'll see, we'll see, but, oh, but still, still positive about it, still definitely liking it, um, it's, it's definitely one of the games I just wanted to have finished before we get, to the two big games uh this week sure. you know one coming out tonight you know what i'm saying um so yeah still still positive about it still still really really like it very you know? nice so, um yeah. and thoughts this one i know is the most spoilery compared to the others in terms of i heard episode ignis ties into the end 
like the ending yeah. of the game. So I yeah. guess on a I'm... brief like overview, did you how did you like this compared to the other Prompto and Gladio DLCs? Yeah, promise I won't I won't I won't ruin it. Um the DLC like take so hmm. So it it brings you to a place that I know you haven't seen yet, yes. and a part in the game that you haven't seen yet that is a big shifting point. Like 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 this is the this is the event that happens right that shifts the game from what you've heard me talk about, where like the game goes from open world to a linear section, right? Um, and it happens in that switch, right? It, it like starts to happen there, um, and it is so fucking good, dude. It is so good. I I loved it. I I played it in one sitting nice. um, last night just because I just I just wanted to see it through. You know, like I just wanted to see what Ignis went through in that specific you know event that um, happened in Five Fantasy Fifteen, um, and like they so they they had to explain a big thing that happened to Ignis, right? Mm-hmm. Like this 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 big thing that. Uh, it happens off screen in the main game and it's not like it was necessarily like a bad like it was i didn't feel like i was being like cheated out of something i don't know i just felt like oh okay like this happened so during this thing you know ignis now <laughs> is this like like to, it's so hard to talk sure <laughs> that's more like but like but yeah um so i just figured like okay like you know x makes if, if 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 X happened, it makes sense that Y would happen to Ignis and that just, you know. But how it actually goes down, Christian, is, like, something that I would have never guessed. And it is really fucking cool. It is really, 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 really cool. I, I really loved it. Um, uh, another thing, too, so this is the best playing DLC out of the three. Because they give Ignis a grapple. Well, okay. Um, I, you, hmm. do you know about the city of Altisha? I, I heard. I've. I know that name. I cannot place okay. an image or anything to it right now. That's the one crumb I'm just gonna say because right. it's important to talk about with 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 the gameplay. So you're in this city called Altisha, mm-hmm. right? It's the it's the beginning location once you leave the open world region. Yes. You know, where you go to start, you know, you know go on to the end of the game and everything. I yep. think there may have been a time where there was an event going on in 15 for some reason that, like, okay. you could load into from the main menu. Mm. And it was in a city that I had not been to yet, and I was like, I think okay. this is probably the city from later in the game, but... um, If it looked kind of like Italy... Yes, or what I imagine Italy looks like. There's a lot of like you know um, channels. There, there, there's no roads. Yeah, it's channels. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so you're you're there mm-hmm. when something big happens there in the game, um, and uh, they gave Ignis, which I don't remember Ignis fighting like this, but like he, no, I mean I guess he does. Yeah. So he's he's very like you know, um, very like spell. Yes uh natured right like like that's kind of like his main ability and like he's very melee focused too so it feels a lot like noctis right um and they give him a grapple hook as well so that it almost feels like not it's not the warp but like the the it's, tether where yeah. you could chill out with noctis and gain more mp as you chill out for a little bit um it's a similar thing like that so i think they really took it to account like hey 
you know, Gladio, not the most fun to play because it just feels weird, you know, just because they, I feel like, designed EVA 15 to be very much like a Noctis gameplay, you know, style that, like, when you mess with that, it feels a little bit different and just feels kind of off. Prompto felt a little bit better, but still it just feels very different. It just doesn't, it just doesn't click, you know. I think Noctis clicked. I think Noctis is the one that, like, I could have gone another hour or two in this DLC. Like, I would have loved that, you nice. know, um, just because they made it feel a little bit closer to Noctis. And I think that just the overall game design is more geared towards the Noctis style of gameplay. Um, so I really liked it. And they, like, introduced, like, this interesting scenario where... You're like clearing out sections of the city, but it almost feels like an open world like battle encounter that I don't think was ever in Final Fantasy XV. You know, like like I I just really like that like it was a different take on you know what a enemy encounter could be in Final Fantasy XV. Like like they like it always seemed like they were like messing around with it. It felt similar to like how. In uh, Uncharted 4, they had the open area of Madagascar, right? Okay. Or in the beginning of Lost Legacy. Well, like, a little bit into Lost Legacy, they have open area as well. Um, it it kind of felt like that, where, like, it felt like they were just messing around and just wanted to do something different. Um, and it's not, like, the most, like, refined thing in the world, right? It, it, like, it definitely, in some cases, the um, grapple hook feels a little bit janky and everything, but I think it... I think it works, man. Like, I think it's cool. I'm, I'm happy that they, that they that they did something different. I feel like this one feels more different than what Prompto DLC felt next to Gladio, where mm -hmm. Gladio, I feel like, was the most basic one. And then it got a little bit different with Prompto. And then it got way different with uh, Ignis. Um, and I really like it. Uh, the, yeah, just, just what happens. Like, it's just cool to see what they were doing when this big thing happens yeah. in the story. It's just really cool to see that. It's really cool to see the fallout. It's really cool to see, you know, the certain character like certain character motivations that like aren't necessarily surprising, but what characters go through in the name of protecting the king, of protecting Noctis is so cool. Like I I really 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 enjoyed it. I really loved it. Um I thought it was great, you know. I thought it was great. Like I, it it kind of makes me want like a like a fifteen two, you know? Even though yeah, I'll I'll leave right there. Yeah. I would love like I don't know. It's just it's just i I really like these characters. You know, yeah. I think I, I think they're great. You were totally right. You know, you predicted that I would like the boys. Yes. You know, this 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 type of camaraderie mentality and, and, and it definitely works. Definitely works. So um yeah. Two things yeah. I'll throw out there, uh, mm -hmm. about fifteen. There's yep. a very real possibility that uh Forspoken. It's the it is the team who made fifteen. There's a I would cry if it's not directly related. There's a chance that like maybe those ideas and like the themes and the feelings of that game find a follow up in Forspoken. I think it's a different director, so like this could be out the window. But he just that's a possibility. The other thing, dude, I would cry. Final Fantasy fifteen is the closest playing Final Fantasy game to the majority of the Kingdom Hearts series. That is all said. So. <laughs> but, uh, Kingdom yeah, Hearts I still got gotta... bonds too. Just like, just like 15. Yeah. All about bonds. Yeah. Yeah. I still got to get through episode Arden. I'm curious because you never got to play mm -hmm. as Arden yeah. in 15 at all, right? He's definitely been just this looming character that 
quite literally pops in and out mm-hmm. of different places and everything. Um, so I'm curious to see what his is about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll see but, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, in the meantime, Kevin, you hear about this? Hear about what? Battlefield 2042 has officially been revealed. It's coming out October 22nd. Uh, first blush, I think that's a great name. I like it. Yeah, because like, like you know, Battlefield 1942 playing off of that. Um, yeah, it's cool. I, I I know you don't have a huge history of Battlefield, right? Uh, Battlefield Three was the main is is the main touchstone. Um, I think I had Battlefield Four, but I don't. I probably didn't have Battlefield Four. Okay. Uh, and I played. I forgot if it was Battlefield One or Battlefield Five? Question mark. Uh, it was, was one of the. On plus, I was. I think it maybe was that one. I played that one time at a at a friend's house, um, and just you know that was just whatever. So yeah, yeah mainly. I mean, this is definitely calling back to more the Battlefield Three era. Definitely, um, I was definitely into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out the same year as I believe Modern Warfare Three, and uh, you know that it was it was you know Marvel Three was cool, but like it wasn't like the the craziest COD that we had. So definitely, it was cool to have like a Battlefield kind of kind of bounce back to as well yeah. and go back and forth that year um but yeah l- l- this definitely remind me more of battlefield 3 more of a modern setting a mm-hmm. little bit more in the future but um yeah, yeah it, so far so good yeah 2042 it is future but the way they showcased it doesn't seem like it's relying on like you know the cod future style of like jetpacks and uh super high boosters and uh, exoskeletons yeah. like it seems like a realistic modern ish war aesthetic i guess um yeah yeah it, it's re- remind me of black ops 2 specifically sure. okay. right that yeah. took place in 2025 um there wasn't any like crazy advanced movement but like there was some technology that um i think in some cases like it was more futuristic than like this game yeah. but it's definitely in that black ops 2 feeling of future yeah, yeah it's very very near that's a yeah. good comparison um i don't have yeah. a huge history of battlefield outside of bad company 2 which is one of my favorite first person shooters ever like the holy trinity for me is titanfall 2 uh black ops 1 and bad company 2 in terms of just hitting it on all fronts and nailing it everywhere um so i didn't obviously i did not get bad company vibes from the trailer um i haven't played a battlefield since bad company 2 um i don't think that's going to be changing this year but the showcase i thought was interesting it's a good reveal we got a gameplay coming pretty soon. The, um, in the press releases, they did confirm that there is no Battle Royale in this one, which was kind of a, a big flop for Battlefield Five. if you remember. It came out, like, post-launch. Fire, Firestorm? Yeah, like... Yeah. It seemed like they were just trying to, like, hop on that train when it was already miles away from the station, and it was a half-assed attempt. So, like, yeah. I, I yeah. think them committing to just, like, you know what? EA has Apex... We don't need to compete with that. Apex is great. Uh, it is a great. Apex is one of the greats now. <laughs> so. You're right. You're right. Well, while that line thinking makes sense, right? Like, why would EA want their two top shooter IPs to be competing on a Battle Royale standpoint, right? It makes a lot of sense. But, like, I can't help but, like, back when Firestorm was being talked about, like, I remember saying, like, yo, I, I think this makes perfect sense, right? Like, Battlefield's always been geared towards a high player count, mm-hmm. big maps, right like i figured that like that would translate very well but i think 
with Firestorm, I mean, I honestly don't know why no one gravitated towards it. It just didn't really get a lot of traction. But like, if it was, if it was because they were trying to emulate, um, like a like a like a PUBG or like another battle royale during that time or whatever, um, I think that is the main culprit of where they went wrong. I feel like if they just double down and just really look at like what makes Battlefield Battlefield, right, right. And just like with like Warzone, right? Like there's loadouts, there's streaks, there's perks. Like what 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 makes Call of Duty Call of Duty is in Warzone, which makes it a unique experience, even though it is another battle royale, right? right. Same with Apex, they found their own footing. So I think like if they're able to kind of just sit down, really nail down what makes Battlefield Battlefield, and implement those elements into a battle royale, I think it could be cool. You know, like yeah. there's 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 something there with the operator classes. Right. There's there's I think there's a battle royale that could be successful from Battlefield, you know, for sure. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. It it just seems like they don't want to waste the resources on that when Battlefield standard multiplayer is already like a showpiece and people really look to that, especially for the beginning of a new generation. Um, And for that exact same reasoning of not wanting to focus any resources on a battle royale, there's also no campaign which you know how do you feel about that yeah because i i think we have a similar wavelength low-key but what do you think i think it's, maybe we do i don't know i think it's fine um battlefield like i i was there for the marketing for battlefield 3 and 4 and i saw how they positioned those campaigns in battlefield 1 with the vignettes like i saw all that and none of that appealed to me because Bad Company 2's campaign is fantastic. Bad Company 2's campaign is like an action movie, kind of. But like yeah. not not like a Michael Bay action movie the way a COD campaign is. It was like, this is just a cool action movie. Um, right. Right. With real good chemistry between the main characters. So like, I... If it's not a Bad Company campaign, you know, it's like, hey yeah it's not i'm not the demographic but yeah i think it makes sense you know battlefield what people talk about the campaign around launch and then it just turns to multiplayer forever you know like perfect example another dice game and this is star wars i still haven't played the battlefront 2 campaign but i have like at least 100 hours in battlefront 2 so makes sense yeah yeah and you know like there's still that missing chapter in the Battlefront 2 story. Where is it? It's never going to come out. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I don't know why I feel this way. But I feel like I would have wanted to have a story single-player campaign. But I can't sit here and cap, right? Like, I didn't finish the Battlefield 3 story campaign. Um, I never felt inclined to, you know, play any of the other campaigns after that. Despite multiple battlefields being on ps plus and everything like me not even having to pay for it like i can just go play it right so like i can't sit here and say like oh i was heavily anticipating the um the uh 2042 i almost almost said 2049 2042 battlefield campaign right but i don't know why i would have wanted to see it i don't know why like maybe maybe i'm itching for like a modern military campaign because i liked I really liked the Modern Warfare 2019 uh, yeah. um, story. Like, I thought that was a really good one, I mean, you know? So maybe that's it, but... I, I bet know. it is that, and it's also... Because Battlefield is all about the scope, and it's a showpiece for 
a new generation we have new consoles right now and yes the evolution of like multiplayer is really impressive but i'm sure like being able to see what dice could pull off in a scripted campaign on a new console is probably also exciting yeah but like yeah it is coming out on last gen as well uh i believe the ps4 and xbox one version is 60 bucks and i think next gen is 70 um, yep yep correct yeah there's also changes in like player counts too i think yeah it's 124 on next gen and last gen is 64 so. yeah 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 maybe 128 sorry um mm. but yeah uh i i guess we've heard some rumblings about call of duty as well we don't have to spend too much time on this but like i know the rumor is they're not doing an a3 thing they're working on reskinning warzone to be world war Two to announce the new cod this year I know you're a COD guy. Uh, is there a world where, after seeing that reveal, after seeing gameplay for this, like, are you going to get both this year? Are you going to just say, hey, it's a Battlefield year, and just go in on that versus COD? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm... I, there's really no rhyme or reason, right? Like, I am going to get the new COD, yeah. like, pretty much no matter what. Call me a dumb consumer. I don't know. I just like having, like, the latest COD just on deck, like, just in case, you know? Um, that's just a choice that I make every year. You can call it stupid. I don't know. Like, I haven't played Cold War in a few months, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I just do. I just do. I just like this. just peek in, just see what's up with the IP, and then go about my business. Um, but, uh, I mean... They've they've pretty much sold me on twenty forty two already for the most part just off it being a modern experience because like I don't know how Vanguard the rumored Call of Duty twenty twenty one title by Sledgehammer Games I don't know how that's gonna go you know I think we're gonna see just the reverse of what we've been seeing a few years where Battlefield kind of took the took the wayside and took a little bit low maybe it won't go as low because of Warzone, of course, right? Just Warzone being so popular. I doubt it'll be as low as Battlefield was these past couple years. Um, but I do think that there's a reasonable, like, guess that you can make where being in a World War II setting, I just don't think people really want to do that. Like, I really don't. Like, I don't think that, like, that's going to wow people. You know what I'm saying? In the same way that it once did back in the day. And, like, yeah, we had Call of Duty World War II back in, I think, 2017 or 2018. Like, that was cool, right? But, like, I don't don't know how it's going to play out this year, man. I really, really don't. I think Warzone is going to be something that is going to make it an anomaly, right? That's definitely a different aspect overall. And I think it's probably fair to look at Warzone differently than just the mainline Call of Duty release. But I don't know, man. I think that I think Battlefield's going to get a little bit more attention just because of its modern setting, and, and I just feel like people want that more than you know um, a, a World War II setting. Like, like there are people that are regularly still playing Modern Warfare 2019. Yeah. Like, people dig modern. Like, like there's a there's a big demographic of people that just like modern shooters. Not to say that people don't like World War II, or, or like nobody does, but I think I think it's going to be an interesting year between COD and Battlefield, you know? And it's cool that we're having that competition, I feel like, again. Because I yeah. feel like Battlefield kind of took a little bit of a low wayside and, and wasn't... Like, it didn't feel as competitive as, as, it, as it used to be. Like, is Battlefield going to be the COD killer this year? Like, I feel like we haven't heard that in so long, you yeah, know? But sure. I think it might this year, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a but, chance, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's open a quick time capsule because we got two big releases this week. Uh, first up... Uh, 
I feel like there's less to say about Intergrade. So what do you want to say about Intergrade before you get your hands on it and uh, the world? You know, it's a time capsule. So any any thoughts before Intergrade that you want to preserve? Let's hear it. I'm over the moon, incredibly excited. It was this weekend where like I literally could not stop tweeting about it. It's not thinking about it. Like I, I'm really excited to go back into that world and explore that story again. And I tweet about it as well. Where like. I'm excited to go and play Integrate again because I now get to go into the Final Fantasy VII story once again, and maybe the last original time before Part Two comes out, in the sense that I have not played Remake fully after beating the original Final Fantasy VII. Right. You know, as as you recall, I played the demo, uh, and I would like to go back and watch me play the demo on the channel because, like. I just want to know, like, Kev, like, you have no idea how much you're going to love this in, like, a few months. Um, uh, but, you know, I played Remake first, fell in love with the story, played the original, and saw where the story is going to go. Now I get to go back into Remake and see how the Remake calls on to the rest of the story. Sure. Right? And understand, like, I remember being like, okay, who the fuck is that cat? Now I get to be like, oh my god, that's Kate Sith. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like to to finally get the full context and go into remake again and fully see what we're doing. I it it almost warrants another conversation with you, Christian, because like I think I was heavily misguided, right? And like didn't understand that. Hey, when you go into remake again, you played it a very different way than people that played the OG Final Fantasy VII and like how they experienced remake. Through that lens is going to be is is completely different. Not right. completely different. Like there's a lot of differences there. So I'm excited to see how I feel about it. You know, going into, you know, just with that lens of knowing where Final Fantasy VII goes as a as a story, um, and where it will go in new ways for for part two and everything. Um, the Yuffie DLC. I've there's been some more gameplay put out. I just don't want to see anything. Like I'm good. I'm done. I don't want to see anything about Yuffie. Um, I can't wait to play it. I think I'm going to jump into that first and then go into... But am I going to do that? I don't know if I'm going to do that. I, I, I don't know, Christian. What, do you, what would you do, Christian? What would you do, King? Um, would, you, would you dip your toes a little bit into Remake and then go into Yuffie? Like, what? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. How vivid is your memory of the, the story of Remake? It's 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 pretty vivid. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty yeah. It's pretty it's pretty memorable. Then yeah. I I would just go straight into the DLC, um, mainly to avoid spoilers because like. That's that's a good point too. Yeah. Like I'm sure it's gonna work well playing the whole game through and then reaching that point, but like. The original game wasn't developed around this. You know, this was de- developed right. around the original game. So like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna feel like you're out of place or out of touch by booting this thing up you know it's like hey i know where this takes place um here's what it's doing here's potential teases of the future which uh that that's the last question i have about in your grade for the time capsule how much are you banking on hints of the next step for this initiative i mean i don't see a reality where the Yuffie DLC happens and I play it and they don't name drop Vincent. Like there there has to be like with Deep Ground and with, you know, um oh I forgot his character. God damn it. This sucks. 
Um, like, you know, just, just within Dirge of Cerberus, right? Like, one of the main pulls and main motivations is, like, them wanting Vincent's proto-materia, mm-hmm. right? How, how he's able to control chaos and all that. So there's just no way that we don't see Vincent in the UV DLC, or at least hear of him, maybe not see him, but like, or maybe, you know, Yuffie gets a, gets a flash forward permonition, you know, of Vincent, right? Like even that I'll be happy with, but like, I just don't think that we'll go through the whole DLC and not hear about Vincent at all. Right. Um, so that's interesting. Um, I would, I don't, I'm not expecting like an extra cutscene of like, you know, where our characters and where the party walks to after they leave Midgar, right? Like, yeah. I'm not expecting, you know, a lot in there, but they did say in press releases that, like, you know, uh, the DLC will, you know, be up until. I think they said with the DLC, or they said something about, like, you know, Cloud walking into the woods. Like, they, they physically said that. Square said that, right? Um, maybe we see something like that, like that, that is a little, little tiny little tease into part two. Um, but I'm not holding my, my breath for something big. Um, but I'm just really excited to see like, you know, where Yuffie falls into, where Yuffie falls into all this. And, um, I think it'd be kind of cute if like the last like scene is like, you know, Yuffie, you know, following their trail. Right. And, and right. trying to catch up with the group, you know, cause I bet that's what's going to happen, you know? Um, so we'll see, but I'm, 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 over the moon excited about it. Um, I think when I'm done with Integrate, I think the question of like, Kev, let's let's release it down. Let's look at every game you've adored and loved, right? Like, is this your favorite game of all time? We're gonna have to sit down and answer that question, you know, because I think like I don't like I've I haven't had this reaction towards a game in like a very long time. Right. You know. Yeah. And like I think that is gonna have to that has to mean something. And I'm at I don't wanna say it now, but I wanna say after I beat Integrate, let me kinda mellow with it and I think I'm gonna ask myself that question. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. Very, very excited. Can't wait. Very nice. Can't wait. Uh, sixty and... frames maybe? Or sixty mm-hmm. Yes sir. Yes and sir. Give me that. In terms of uh Rift Apart, which is hitting later this week, we heard mm-hmm. pretty solid reception out of it. I I think the morning the embargo lifted, it was at an 89 on Metacritic. Um, since then, a few more interesting things have come out. Uh, Insomniac was like, hey, no crunch, which is really cool. Um, game looks really great. It seems like it's back to crack in time sort of level of achievement, I guess, compared to 2016, which i've said it a bit more recently six 2016 really feels like budget dude like just even the animation of those cutscenes, like that's what got me it's yeah. some of those where where it's like oh you're literally just like placing these characters in a static image granted also forefront i've never made a game yeah, <laughs> like, like it was, we'll it was very quick. that was the but, first ratchet game in a long time yeah. they were doing it for the movie tie-in like yeah i get it but it's it's a seven it's a good game it's a good game. yeah seven is good yeah 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 it, it yeah there's there's definitely some lack in there but like i don't think it's the worst thing in the world also that's not what you were saying at all a good oh, is yeah. not the worst yeah yeah um but i'm incredibly excited man like over i mean over i mean i think pound for pound 
out of any stream series I've done, like besides like The Last of Us, which is a whole different dynamic, right? Yes. But like off of the to like off of the game series that I have streamed in a stream series, right? I think up to this point, I think Ratchet and Clank was the most consistently good stream series I've had in terms of game quality. Yeah. Overall, right? Like I think I think the I think the Ratchet and Clank games all are really really good and there's a lot of fun to be had with them no matter which game you pick up you know yeah. quest for booty a little bit unnecessary but it's okay it's all right it's like two hours not a big deal right um but i'm i'm just i mean just and and, and off of that right like how much i enjoyed the ratchet and clank games like i'm excited to get one last adventure for the foreseeable future with with the two homies back here you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like I'm, I'm i'm really really excited for it I can't wait. Um, it's it, it. It just looks like it's going to be another fun, lighthearted adventure with the boys, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm. I mean, I have. I really don't. And like, I haven't heard anything in reviews that like is really like tempering that, except for small things like, you know, that I talked about on the Metacritic review roundup on the channel where. Uh, you know, there was some comments about, like, I think you even said, like, some people feel like the Rift mechanic is, like, a glorified, like, um, zipline or, yeah. or, like, grappling hook and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think that, you know, I think some of the stuff is absolutely warranted. It looks like a technical marvel, right? But, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like, hey, this is a really great game. You know, nothing mind-blowing, nothing special. Um, at the end of the day... I am wondering if the rift section really truly is just like a grappling hook essentially and the other ones are you know just things that would be eliminating load times yeah I really wonder like why or what went down to make this ps5 only you know because yeah. like yeah I think you could absolutely maybe this comes down the line or something but like I think there's a world where if the rift in gameplay is really just like a zip line essentially like Spider-Man zipping up to a point you know if it's that and then you know the jumping between dimensions is just a rift I feel like if you were able to like it would have to be a port right not like a full-blown like just the same game it would have to be a port but I feel like you could make it run on a based off of what we're told about how the ssd works you could probably make it work if you just put in the time and budget which like they probably won't but like you see what i'm saying like i feel like on this first blush of that reveal it's like wow this thing is amazing this grappling thing is amazing uh, or the the rift stuff of like using it to the go across the battlefield yeah. um yeah which I'll be completely honest, is a bit of a bummer hearing that, because I was hoping they got real weird with it and real wacky, but um, it it makes sense. You know, it's still early. It's still within a year of the console coming out, so, like, there's only so much that they could actually do that's, like, new and innovative with this tech, but it technically, yeah. it does look really impressive still. Yeah, I, I want to say two things. One, um, I watched, like, half of their digital foundry breakdown mm -hmm. of this game, um, and I stopped halfway because they 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 start they start talking about things that are in the beginning of the game mm -hmm. that don't 
that I I wanted to be a big deal when I experienced it, right? So yeah. so, so there was just one thing that I'm like, oh, you know what? I would have reacted to that in a very big way on stream. There's probably more stuff that they're gonna say that like they don't really that that like maybe to them doesn't seem like a big deal. Sure, but it's a big deal to me that I just played through the franchise, so I'm just gonna stop watching it. But um, they said in there that um, there are there are some puzzles in the game that have you going from dimension to dimension in the same area, right? Very similar to like a Timefall 2 right. uh, effect and cause mission, you know, mm-hmm. that that whole thing. So that sounds intriguing. You know, we'll 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 see how that goes. Um and that may be like a little flavor of like something that like feels unique. But yeah, like you're right. Like there were a lot of people saying that like it doesn't feel groundbreaking um as like maybe whether Insomniac had it up to be or we had the or we hyped it up to be in our minds um yeah. as well like i don't know who's to blame then there necessarily if we end up feeling like this game this game's like mechanics was like overhyped you know what i'm saying we'll, yeah. we'll have mean, that discussion when it happens but, they show yeah. they showed it at the reveal of this console right and yeah like i think the thing is you see that thing of like that instant teleport and you're like wow think of all the places they could go with this and then they didn't show it again until like the game awards i think or around then so like you had at least six months of people speculating like oh think of all the really cool things they could do with stuff like this so then when it's, it comes it's like no that this is what you saw it's like oh okay yeah that's still really impressive yeah. and it's really cool but like i understand people that are underwhelmed by that because right. that is the main thing i see as like a it doesn't reinvent the series this new mechanic is cool but is kind of inconsequential but um besides that it does seem like it's reviewing really well so that's awesome yeah oh there was something else but i God, dang it! Hmm, what was it? 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. Um, uh, I really wanted to to remember that point, but I don't think I remember it. But oh right. well. well. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited up, for it. If it comes up, yeah, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll shout out. But sure. Yeah, should be good. Should well, be good. with that, it is time for pots. Pots, 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 pots. We're here. E3 starts. Uh, it starts with Keeley's thing. He's saying, I'm not E3. I'm my own thing. It's Keeley's thing. Um, we're going to do our E3 predictions. So the way this is going to work is we each have five that we're going to throw out there at the end. If we want to have a couple low stakes things to just throw out, we can do that for sure. But all of the predictions we're doing, they can be as complex as we want them to be. The more specific, the more fun. Um the predictions can be for anything that will be announced from the beginning of summer game fest kickoff on thursday june 10th to the final show tuesday june 15th which i believe the final show is bandai namco so everything we're saying if we're predicting it and we want to get points for it comes true within that time span so um well, why don't you why don't you hit me with your first one, Kevin? Do you want to start big? You want to start an out there one? You want to start something simple? You want to start with a rumor? What what do you got that you want to throw out there into the world first? Because again, episode sixty nine and six nine, there's a good chance the first thing you say is gonna happen. I gotta i I gotta get the one that i i i think is the biggest one. Okay, me. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Joy, joy clicks in games cast okay e3 2021 prediction 
number one. Even though this is number five on the list, we're 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 gonna go a little bit unorthodox. We're just gonna say this one first. Okay. <clears throat> Kojima Productions will remain independent and not be bought by Microsoft. I'm not excluding necessarily the prospect of a exclusive project yeah, that's... coming to Xbox Game Pass. I, I I think that is on the table. That is the one of the uh, one of the virtues of being an independent studio, where you're able to yeah. be that flexible, right? And um, I think that uh, you know I don't I don't know a lot like of details about the debacle with Konami and Kojima and that whole drama. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not really even sure if like a lot of that would pertain to Kojima wanting to retain a level of independence. Perhaps I it is it, there. I think it would. I just, yeah, like I'm just, I'm just afraid to say that just because I have not gone back and done that research. I want to do that yeah. after and MGS5 and really get the full context of that. Sure. And um, to be fair, yeah. there's not a lot of public info about that. There's really not. They hit a lot of that okay. really well. So, okay. Um, okay. Interesting. But, I'm I'm saying right here right now I get it, I see Phil Spencer has that Kojima thing in the back yeah. I get it, I see it, but I do not think an acquisition will happen. I think Kojima will remain independent, but I don't rule out a hypothetical exclusive project. Yeah, with I, Microsoft, I I'm not thinking acquisition either for the reasons that okay. we just talked about. I don't think he's going to get acquired in the next okay. decade uh yeah i think he's staying yeah. independent but yeah this isn't a prediction but i absolutely think i believe the rumors his next project is probably an xbox exclusive um coming to game pass coming to pc uh i am sure that is going to be the case but i yeah i don't think kojima productions is being acquired by anybody so let's 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 bring up one more thing right okay. i want to i want to point your attention to a particular blog post last week by one Herman Holst. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure you've read this thoroughly. I'm yes. sure. Okay, um, he was asked, you know, how? So he was asked, how do you see partnerships like these? So second party, you know, uh, fitting into the larger PlayStation studio. So you know, the think of like the Haven Studio from Jade Raymond, right? Think of Firewalk, the new multiplayer game for. Uh, uh ps5 i think it's only for ps5 i think um but you know he starts to talk about so herman says this right i'm gonna read it just real real quick yeah you know these partnerships are very exciting you could i guess make a distinction between development teams who are part of sony like naughty dog and tom Mac, media molecule psycho bunch and so on and then development teams who are working with us like partners haven firewalk but also teams who work with us over the years like Kojima Productions from software, etc. Now I'm not saying that this means that, you know, PlayStation's gonna acquire Kojima or I think it's more unlikely that they're gonna acquire from software. I'm not I'm not saying that, but the fact that Herman Holst brings up Kojima brings up Kojima Productions now as a team they've worked with over the years. Yeah, Death Stranding came out 2019. Maybe maybe that's what maybe that's all it could be. But maybe that's another inclination as to like you know, maybe the fervor of like 
Hideo Kojima being locked down to Microsoft like isn't as concrete because of this sentence, right? I... Because the fact that Kojima Productions is in Herman Holst's brain. Maybe that could be me picking that fucking that, that strings Kevin, strings you know but you want you, you said a couple maybe ago, maybe new nickname i want to call you mr fantastic because that's a reach okay that's fine it's fine it's okay because like I'm, also consider I, this kojima productions was the name of his studio at konami as well so like he could just be talking about oh, that relationship i didn't know that one yeah it's always been kojima productions okay i actually did not know that i okay i actually did not know that yeah, okay so that okay, could be so, it okay also that one okay that went on backpedal a little bit. Okay. Also, okay. Death Stranding was mixed <laughs> to a certain degree, you know, comparatively, I yep. guess, if you want to say. It's still got, like, an 85 on Metacritic. That's good. Um, if you're giving examples of second-party partnerships, of, like, hey, we really believe in that line of thinking and partnerships and deals, what other one would you use an ex as an example that shipped one recently that was well-received? Um... Is there one? Um... Because, like, even if they're not working together and there was those reports that PlayStation was disappointed with Death Stranding, which I would believe. I mean, like they they could have said Housemark, right? I mean, that's they're not owned by PlayStation, and that's technically, in all intents and purposes, a second party, right? They they, they, they could have said that, a game that just came out, that, you know, sure. but, I mean, did possibly, if, right? If you um, can say Kojima or Jade Raymond versus Housemark, like, Housemark recently, you're I right. think, got big, you right. know? Like, I I think that's all it is, honestly. Um, okay. Because okay. I, I just, yeah yeah I, I fully okay. expect that sure. those rumors are true and Kojima's next thing is uh, Xbox. But um, I admit, you, you, I I I I I I had a loose grip on that. You know, mm -hmm. I had a very loose grip. But I you know it's, it's, I I just figured that would just I that just stuck out to me last yeah. week. You sure. know, just why they, why he would say that specifically. But I I, I suppose it makes sense. Sure. Um, I Speaking of Xbox, my first one is tied into the Xbox presentation. Um, I'm thinking that, you know, we Phil Spencer, he likes Japan. A couple years ago, we got Fantasy Star Online 2 announced for coming to the West, that MMO. I think this Sunday, Final Fantasy XIV will be announced to be getting an Xbox version that's coming this summer. And... The subscription fee that you have to pay to play oh. 14 is going to be brought into Game Pass. So yeah, no additional charge. You have Game Pass. You can play 14 as much as you would want to if you were paying the monthly 14 subscription. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's going to be uh, either a beta or a launch sometime this summer before the new expansion this fall. I could see it. I like it. You don't think that is kind of like not um like conk not saying it's concrete because it's obviously a guess but like you don't think you don't feel wavered by like you know remake still not being on microsoft platforms um integrate also being uh a new exclusivity deal with playstation 16 being exclusive a room in five fantasy origins being exclusive for spoken being exclusive granted not five fantasy but you know still like um, you you still think like there would be a deal with in a Final Fantasy with a Game Pass thing? Absolutely, because fourteen mm -hmm. is bigger than all of the things you just said, and they want to be the WoW killer. And the way you do that is getting it in as many people's hands as possible. And I think, okay. Okay. um, not only would that get more people in the West 
playing 14, which like 14 already does very well. Square Enix could give up on everything else except 14 and they'd still be fine. Like it makes a lot of money. Um, right. So bringing it to a new ecosystem makes sense, especially with stuff like xCloud. They could maybe work something in with that. And um, Phil Spencer wants a hold in Japan. You know, this is a good way to do that, I think, just to recognize the brand. Be like, hey, maybe not forever, but for at least the next year, if you have a sub to Game Pass, you have a sub to 14. So I, I'm, I like it. I, I, like th- it. I think I that's like a it. very likely thing maybe not this year but i think that's something that they would that would be a huge game pass get that would be a big deal and um it it, it's the it's the extra instead of a it's the extra incentive of throwing on that subscription fee included in game pass when you download it Mm -hmm. um that's the one that i think is a line thinking that like is we're we're probably gonna see like start to see that for sure that one makes a lot of sense because yeah over the past month i've put like Maybe let's say like 10 hours into starting Final Fantasy 14 because there's a free version that goes up to level 60 and I really am interested in what I've played so far but the thing that's killing me is like man I already play I pay for this I pay for Netflix I pay for all these things and like a, a subscription to Final Fantasy 14 like I'm I really want to see more of this game but like I feel like there's a lot of people that would think that so like if you're already paying for Game Pass just get it in there and then you, you have yeah. probably how many Game Pass subs are there? Like thirty million, something like that. Game, I, I think it's uh twenty to twenty five. Okay. I think. Um, I can I can look it up if you want. Anyway, I think that would uh, either like both that move business wise would probably grow Game Pass subs and get people who are on Game Pass already to try fourteen. So I think it's a net positive for everybody. As of uh, April twentieth, four twenty blaze it um it passed 23 million subscribers okay, cool. so yep. then yeah that is my first yeah. prediction i like it i like it what's like your next it. one number two do we do we want to keep on the xbox stuff because i have one more from xbox if you want to just i don't know if you have any more um, xbox stuff i'll just do my last yeah, xbox sure, one sure. we're just on this why not this was my number four prediction okay <clears throat> Xbox Game Pass will be announced to be coming to a platform that Kevin already has, thus easing his mind and giving him an option to subscribe to the service without buying additional hardware. Right. So I think this is going to be speaking. I know it's very much geared towards me, but like I'm thinking it'll come to like, um, you know, uh, Microsoft and Apple have been fighting recently, yeah. so I don't know about Apple TV. That one seems a little bit less likely, but does it come to Switch? Does it come to Samsung TVs? Does it come to Roku TVs? You know, like, like I think I think perhaps this conference will be the announcement of like, hey, we're bringing Game Pass to a screen that's like it's never been there before, right? Sure. Like, like it's going beyond. The PC beyond the of course Xbox beyond etc. Like like I think it will now start to spread right yeah. to other devices and clients and um, one of those like I want essentially this time next week I can say oh I can get Game Pass on X device that I own in the fall. Okay, you know I, I think I think that's gonna happen. So I think you might still have to be worried <laughs> because. Uh, if you look at Game Pass for console and Game Pass for PC, PC doesn't get everything. 
Yes. And yes. I imagine for a Game Pass on Switch, which I could very much I could see that happen. I think Game Pass on Switch would also be like a neutered library compared to the Xbox consoles. Like uh, PC, sometimes with third party stuff they don't get it, but console does sometimes. Uh, first party, I'm pretty sure so far has always launched on both. But like if you bring in the Switch versus the Switch Pro, like could the Switch handle Halo Infinite day one? Uh, would that be an issue in terms of power or even first party stuff? Would like, I, I think. What if it's a Switch Pro? Even if it's Switch Pro, I do think you have that level of like, okay, the game's on Game Pass. Is Nintendo having to like give a final say? Like, we're okay with this, but we don't want, um, right. We don't want, uh, when Deathloop becomes multiplayer. Like, we don't want Deathloop. We don't like the violence of death like is that something that they're going to go through i don't know but like and i doubt they would let a game that they can that like you can purchase on eShop. granted i doubt there's a lot of games like that right yeah. but um i doubt they would let you subscribe to game pass if it's available on the eShop, right yeah, so like, that's my thing too like yeah. i think game pass could come to switch but game pass on Switch is probably going to be not the Game Pass you're hoping to be able to sub to. What if it's a streaming type deal? If what if like that's how they get around it? Like if it's just Xbox. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Like um, you know how uh, Control mm -hmm. is like the streaming version on Control that you can play on Switch. Like like what if? Yeah, even that seems more far fetched than like like what I'm saying, low key. Yeah. Just because like the are there any other games that stream on Switch besides Control? Like Hitman Three. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, in 2017 okay. in Japan, there was Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think. Okay, that's cool. Um, that's cool. It still seems like it's in its like early, yeah. you know, tries that, like, I don't know if they would do, like, oh, yeah, here's the entirety of the fucking Game Pass like, <laughs> library to stream. Like, go ahead. Sure. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Right. But, but, like, if it's like a, hey, it's coming to, it's coming to Samsung, you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be at least intrigued that'd sure. be a, that'd be a cool prospect yeah okay um we have a couple here we could go through we have one related to xbox one related to something we already talked about let me do this one next because this is one that i just would hope to see happen um resident evil village dlc is announced and it is going to be the equivalent of Resident Evil 4's Separate Ways, which Resident Evil 4, uh, for a quick recap, in 4, uh, you play the game as Leon, you play through the campaign, a couple times Ada pops up, right, throughout that campaign. Um, mm. And then Separate Ways is a DLC that was added for the Wii version, I think, and is now in the HD version, where you can select it from the main menu, and then you get to play through the, like, an abridged version, essentially, of the main campaign as Ada. So, where Leon's playthrough in four, let's say, takes, like, 12 hours, Ada's probably takes four. Because she has better weapons, she has XYZ advantages. I want that idea, but for Village, and we play as Chris. Oh, fuck. Because he pops up a couple times, right? And, and I'm not getting into spoilers yeah. at all, but you've seen him in your campaign playthrough, right? 
Hey man, as far as I'm aware, I think that fish ate him, bro. Like, yo, I, man, that man looked like he got dusted. Sure. By the fish, so I presume he's not dead, right? But ah, oh, that'd be that'd be interesting. So let's say, like, I, okay, I like that. I like village that. took me eleven hours, I think, eleven and a half. Let's say this Chris's playthrough is like three or four hours. Yeah. You know. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah, Chris has way more military training than Ethan. You know, he's probably much more competent in these scenarios. So, like, I think he could make it work and make it make sense of being shorter than the main campaign and probably less cutscenes. But, I, yeah, I think bring back separate ways is an idea and do that for DLC. So, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. I don't have any, like, way I can poke that hole. I just, because I, I just don't know a lot about sure. it. But, like, yeah, no, I, that, that, that. That sounds like it checks out, sure. based off how you described it. Yeah, because yeah, like for it. Capcom's conference, they said four games. They said Monster Hunter Stories 2, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, one other one, and then Village. And I think Village is the only one that's not a Switch game. So I imagine they'd have some pretty interesting things to show for Village. Um, hopefully it's more than just like a... like. RE7, I think the first DLC for RE7 was, like, the band footage or something like that, where it was just another videotape. So, like, I hope it's more than that, but, um, yeah. Ideally, for the 69th episode, for the, the magic and power we have, Chris Redfield, uh, separate ways, DLC. I'm gonna have to, I think, adjust one of mine, I think. So, okay. I said my, my third guess was Katana Zero Sequel will be announced during E3 2021. Um, I guess it, I guess that could still happen, but I had missed that there is a free DLC in the works that is coming out this year. Ooh. I don't know the extent of this, but I'm reading some articles. It looks like it'll be three times larger than expected originally and it got pushed so maybe they're gonna be busy with that so maybe they don't announce the sequel but okay hmm so now i don't know if i should actually keep that one you know what i'm saying sure okay yeah i i, I may have to conjure up a side one so let's here let me let me let me strike three from the record you know Hope that we see Katana Zero sequel, but I'm going to come up with another one later on in the show okay. as we talk, and I'll give you another one. Yeah, let me okay. hear your third. What's third? Okay, okay. <clears throat> so as we know, right, PlayStation will not be at E3. Big shocker, big surprise, big whoop, right? Also, as we know, there is no state of play uh, dated as of yet, you know? I've heard murmurs of July, but who who knows, right? Who knows? My next bet. At least five more PlayStation console or traditional exclusivity. So, like, only PS5 or PS5 and PC. The 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 new wave of when you say a game is exclusive to a platform, console exclusive, or just regular exclusive. Uh, at least five more, at least five more, will be announced during E3. One will be Final Fantasy Origins. And uh, the rest will be maybe third-party stuff, whatever. And one of them will be a huge title dictated by primarily Christian and maybe secondary myself. So 
there's going to be a big game, and I and I'm gonna throw it to you, Christian. I'll let you decide if it's a big game. Okay. You know, because like I mean, like um, I could say that like I don't know, uh, shit, like oh, you know, I this may be a big deal to me, but like, do you also think like it's a big deal from sure. the overall scam? So landscape, re- it'd be on. Un- yeah, sorry, go ahead. To repeat, there's five new games that are announced through E3 that are PS5 and PC exclusives. Or just PS5. Or just right. PS5. Like, it could be either or, yeah. Okay, and one of them is Final Fantasy Origin, and then one is yes. another huge game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then the other three can be whatever the hell, okay. you know. All right. I think that's interesting. Because I think, yeah, like, I think we're still going to leave E3 feeling like we got a lot of playstation presence even though they won't be there i just think they'll i just think like it'll be spoken through third party and like different deals that you know um imran khan has been saying hey like there's a lot of deals that seem like unbelievable you know that are on playstation side in terms of deals (laughs) made so i don't know five seems like a lot so now i'm like you know kev that's uh, that's a long way to go. That's the uh, five is a lot, but granted, there's a lot of games we don't know about. Fair. You know, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, um, my third one. All right, let's talk about Donkey Kong. Um, oh shit, oh so shit. So of course, of course, I would love if this Donkey Kong game that's coming from the Mario Odyssey team is a 3D platformer. It is a sequel to Donkey Kong 64. That is what my heart wants. Right. More than anything. Okay. Banana okay. yellow cartridge. I'm buying it physically. Just do it. The whole nine yards. Right. That's not what I'm predicting, though. My prediction is that the clarified rumor of it being a 2D Donkey Kong game from the Mario Odyssey team is correct. However, because Tropical Freeze is already a 10 out of 10 perfected platforming, uh this new 2d donkey kong game is actually a metroidvania um that is again developed by the mario odyssey team and mario odyssey great game about exploring high incentives for exploring that world they take that philosophy and do it on a 2d scale so it's a 2d world metroidvania like a hollow knight or a castlevania whatever you want to say starring donkey kong there are multiple campaigns of different Kongs, potentially King K. Rule as a fun little villain campaign playthrough. Um, that's just a Metroidvania game set in the islands of the DK world with um, progression for like getting coconut guns, uh, upgrading weapons, uh, bongos, instruments to uh, navigate the environment. Maybe there's a maybe there's a boulder block in a cave to get higher up on DK's mountain. And you gotta go find bongos, bring the bongos back there, use the bongos, and then it sends shockwaves to open up the cave. Like, that type of level design, that type of exploration in a game about Donkey Kong on a 2D plane. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, mm. if it's not 3D, that is what I need. If it's a just a 2D game, I will be a little disappointed, but I will still play it because it's been a long time since Tropical Freeze. Right. So. Right. Right. I like it. Thank you. I like it. I I hope. And also, when do I play Tropical Freeze? I gotta figure that out. I got I got I gotta I gotta figure that out mm-hmm. at some point in my life. It's it's really great. I think 
it, it is hard it's definitely hard uh so I, I think you'd probably enjoy it though the challenge that's there is really rewarding um i did 100 it a, lot, a couple weeks ago so that was a, a big thing that was mo multiple years in the making but um yeah it's time it's time for a new dk game it's his 40th anniversary this year there's gonna be something i just hope it's either a 64 sequel or uh donkey kong banana vania so that's the title too banana mania not vania <laughs> so okay 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 i know you like metroidvanias though like you like wakamele i you think that would pique yeah. your interest yeah oh yeah yeah for sure yeah definitely 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 yeah i think i think it could like i just i just would like to um just play tropical freeze just to get a touchstone of sure. donkey Kong, like to really prime me up for a new game for sure mm -hmm. um and i feel like tropical freeze is a safe bet you vouch for it constantly right a lot of people do you know so seems like a good place to start yeah and you yeah. really liked mario odyssey too so that's the same team apparently yeah. so yeah. whatever they do i did i did good. i did like odyssey i did nice i did uh well kevin let me hear your fourth prediction okay okay so i might rustle some feathers but we're we're gonna go for it breath of the wild 2 will not come out this year whether it's on switch pro or not it will not drop in 2021 i can Putting absolutely see that yeah I'm saying it. saying it the foot down honestly i could see the other way too i could see it definitely dropping this year you know i could see them just saying the switch pros coming out and like you know they they talk about it in august or whatever you know and then we have it by november breath of the wild 2 like I, I still think there's time for them to do it you know yeah like i still think there's time for them to actually make it a reality i just don't know i just don't know yeah you know i like i believe but i if it does end up being announced as 2022 i would not be surprised at all um i honestly i wouldn't even be surprised if it doesn't show up here i could see them spend this being absolutely things that are for sure coming out this year maybe announce a couple yeah. more zelda remasters um and then when they do a switch pro event direct in july maybe they have a 10 minute video that's showcasing breath of the wild 2 running in 4k 60 frames uh on the oled display and maybe that's where they also show pokemon legends i, I could very much see breath of the wild 2 be a different event than e3 um i don't believe that yeah. but i could see it. yeah i mean because like in my head like i don't know if you release Breath of the Wild 2 and the Arceus Pokemon, whatever that one's called. Um, like, I don't know if that, if the launch day of those games don't coincide with the Switch Pro's release, you know? Like, I don't know how it would shape out. I mean, because now, I mean, Pokemon has a date. Yeah, it's like and, January, and January right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, that already has a nailed down date. So, I just don't, I mean, like, do you think it's going to be odd if, like, they show off how that game is going to look on a, on, a, on a Switch Pro, even though the Switch Pro is coming out March 2022, 
but you can get Pokemon Arceus now if you want on the regular Switch, and it doesn't look that, you know, as yeah. great, obviously. as Like, do you think that is going to be an okay thing that they're going to be able to navigate? I don't think that's going to be a scenario because I think the Switch Pro is coming out this year. I see. I, I okay. think by the time Arceus is out, you will be able to have a Switch Pro, and people could have had one for months. That's that's why I'm so uh, about this prediction, just because, like, I mean, obviously, it's not about the Switch Pro. It's about Breath of the Wild, Wild too. Right. Um, but I also, I mean, I also assumed that Breath of the Wild 2 would be the launch game yeah. for Switch Pro, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but then if it's not, then what could be? Or maybe just not that. Maybe they're looking at it a little bit differently than like a necessary like new console because maybe it's it is more of just like a PS4 Pro, like, yeah. you know? You know, the, the the pro didn't have like a crazy launch game necessarily. Yeah. You know? So Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I think that's realistic, even though I don't believe it, but I think that's a possibility. Oh. Okay. Um, you just did your fourth, right? Yes. I still gotta think of one more now on the fly. I'll I'll okay. I'll, okay. I'll 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 think of something. Alright, let's go back to the Xbox stage. Um okay. The rumored Mandalorian game is real. Shit. It's announced on the Xbox Shit. stage as an Xbox exclusive. It is being developed by Ninja Theory, and it's releasing in 2023. It is not tied to the TV show. It's just a game about a Mandalorian that is a bounty hunter. So, Currently, Ninja Theory has three projects in development. Um, one of them is Hellblade. We don't know what the other two are. They have project titles. Uh, I could see Ninja Theory feels like a studio that would be down to make a game like a Star Wars game or a Marvel game. So, and we've had this conversation before. I am sure Marvel games went to all three PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox. And we saw the results of those meetings with PlayStation and Nintendo. I, I imagine the only reason we haven't seen an Xbox Marvel game is because they were like, we don't want a Marvel game, but call us when you can give us a Star Wars game. I'm sure that's probably what happened, and I think Ninja Theory is that type of studio that would make a licensed game, Marvel or Star Wars. I just think Star Wars is more likely. And I'm going to sell... No, go ahead. I just want to remind you, there is a rumor that Xbox has an exclusive Mandalorian game they're working on. Ah, damn it. So. I'm going to sell what you say, obviously, I don't want <laughs> Please. I mean, Ninja Theory Fuck. would be a great team to make that game, though. I mean, I'm sure. I haven't played Hellblade yet. Um, but if if you say so, then I I trust you on that for sure. Um, but God, I mean, look, man, look, you know, it's 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 one thing to you know, I gotta I gotta I gotta navigate Doom and Wolfenstein, right? But there's a different level of love with Star Wars, so so that's 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 gonna be a real like, I I I I gotta make a move now, like I gotta make a move now before it gets worse. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I'm gonna selfishly <laughs> say ill, but that would be pretty cool for Xbox, yeah, yeah, for sure. If they got that, yeah, that'd be neat, that'd be neat, that'd be neat. Also, like, I mean, yeah, no, you, you, you didn't say it wouldn't be canon, it just wouldn't be connected to the Mandalorian well, show necessarily, yeah. Like, any new Star Wars project since they got bought has been canon. I just yeah, don't think yeah. it's gonna be Din Djarin and baby yoda i think it's going to be a yeah, no different way. character maybe during the prequels um 
like a clear it's a mandalorian video game that's the mandalorian video game we all want but it has no tie to the the, the show let's give sabine ren a game that'd be cool let's 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 give sabine ren you know I like her style she's very artistic right her her armor could be very different just because she's a very artistic person yeah. you know like spray painting i, I could if I see that. If it has to be a character that exists, it's absolutely Boba Fett. Uh, Xbox is making a Boba Fett game. Like, that that would be the character, I think. Because, you know, there's the green Boba Fett. It's got Xbox energy. So, like, it would be Boba Fett if it's a named character that we know, I think. Oh, I uh, I don't know. I feel like that... Oof, I feel like that'd be, like, a big... A big character to touch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... Oh, man. That, like... I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, I don't believe it. I'm just saying, like, if I was Microsoft, I'd be, like, oof. They, they love their green like, armor very, guys, though. They, I'd be, you know they I'd want be, a banner that has Chief, the Doomslayer, and Boba Fett on it. You know that. I would be stressing the fuck out yeah. if I had to touch one of the iconic characters in Star Wars, that being Boba Fett, of course. Yeah, I mean, like, oof. You I know think what I'm it would, it would. I feel like it would be lower stakes than... Uh, insomniac doing a spider-man game spider-man's like the most known hero ever no but they didn't have to necessarily like go buy a canon necessarily you know like sure. okay, this yeah. has to be canon so it's like that's a that's a lot of pressure you know like like i would be i'd be terrified i would rather just be like hey give me just a new give me a new character or someone that yeah. isn't I mean, that explored like a like a like a sabine Wren. even though there's a lot of sabine yeah i mean that's that's fair that's fair but also yeah, I'd be, I'd be, with boba fett there is a good period of time of his life that's not explored like when he's younger that's uh, true. like that's true. like 20s that's true. so that's if true. it's my dream thing my dream boba fett project is him early in his career um hunting down a still living mace windu to get revenge for killing his father that is that's yeah, the boba fett dream i want so if this is a boba fett game if we're really going all out on this prediction that's the story I mean, like, I, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Like, that sounds great. Like, I, 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 I would want to play that, right? For sure. But oof, that's damn. That's a, that's a big project that I would be afraid to fuck up personally. Yeah. I'd be terrible. Like, I, no fucking shot, you know. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's like, yo, if you're gonna make a Star Wars Mandalorian game, like, let's make a fucking Star Wars Mandalorian game. Like, like let's bring in the 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 big guns you know definitely because i'm sure. like i'm sure, sure like every single star wars project that gets developed game or movie or book has to go through lucasfilm so like yeah i'm sure the the process would be similar and samuel jackson he's always talking about wanting to bring back uh, mace windu if he can do it in a video game when he's still looking young maybe he does it that way tomorrow morrison or d bradley baker get them in for the boba fett vo like um yeah i mean morrison has 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 the most stable <laughs> the, the most stable career right now i feel like a voice acting like man he is either the clones he's boba like 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 he's boba in live action like he is i think he would do it yeah yeah he is sad yeah, like and yo he would yeah he if, is he's booked and busy absolutely if he's not down to do it like d bradley baker he does all the clones in Clone Wars and Bad Batch, so like, just get him. Yeah, I thought it was the same person, actually. No, different. 
Oh. So, but yeah, see, you, I, you couldn't I, tell. He, I totally do, he does the job great. I really thought it was the same person because yeah. I, like, I was asking you, who the hell is D Bradley? Who? What? Yeah, he's. I thought that was Morrison too. Oh shit! The voice right, of okay. the clones in all the uh, animation. So he does a very good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, either one, either one. Yeah. I'll take either one. So, number five, Kevin. Let's hear your fifth one. Your final nail in the predictions for okay. the serious ones. We can throw out some fun ones after, but what are you banking on? There's a few that I've been thinking about, right? Um, I'm 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 narrowing down to Ubisoft Gearbox and Take Two, okay. right? Um, maybe I mean I guess maybe the Bandai Bandai Namco like oh like maybe that my my hero game is real, that'd be cool. I think that's them, right? Is it? Yes. I think. Okay. Yeah, like you know that that could be cool, but you know it's kind of boring, you know. And then like Take Two, it's like okay, yeah, uh, could we see GTA Five? DLC cool is the Red Dead remake here. I guess that you know could be a interesting one. But yeah, man, I don't know which one. Hmm. We have the Wonderlands game, the side spinoff Borderlands what's, thing. What's your most that definitely one? Out of what you have written down, what's the one that's like you? want to see the most but you know won't happen like what's the one that's out there i mean i'm i'm looking at square remake part two give me a title give me a title give me a fucking that's it give me give me some vo give me a title maybe we see cloud walk into a forest i don't know like like fuck it let's do it okay final fantasy 7 remake Part two is given the title, right? And I think you're right when you were saying, like, um, you know, it's not going to be, like, part two. Like, it's not going to be called Remake Part Two. Like, it's going to be Final Fantasy Remake. Or, or, uh, oh, damn, what would it be called? Do you think it'd be Final Fantasy Remake colon something? Or do you think they would drop the remake drop and the remake. Final Fantasy Seven something? Yeah. Okay, Final Fantasy Seven, like, I don't know, like, Permonitions or whatever? I don't know. Okay. 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 Yeah, I think that's I mean, I would I would I would faint. I would I would I Yeah, I would I would I would act out. What's your title? Final Fantasy 7 Forging Destiny. I feel like that's kind of long, but I like it. I like it. I like it. Long Square Enix. Long titles. You want to talk to me about long titles being I mean, unlikely? Granted, we're 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 literally getting Final Fantasy 7 remake integrated. I much. guarantee you, the thing I just said has less letters in it than Seven Remake Intergrade. Probably does. Forging, if not, Destiny. probably the same. Because hmm. you're not Destiny's okay. dead. Destiny's right, dead. Following a new path, writing a new path. So Destiny's dead. What about like Fate? Five Eighty Seven Fate. I, yeah, I, f- I feel like they've used Fate in their in some titles before. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, like that's probably the most wild thing that I do not think it's happening. I do not think they're gonna do that. No, like I, like I don't think they would mention that next to Origins, unless it's like a very, 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 I mean, very small thing. But then again, it's like that's gonna get so much more, not more attention, but that's gonna get a lot of attention. That like I don't know if they're worried about it sucking the air out of like a 
Origins announcement. Yeah, I mean, you know, but like I feel like they would want the Origins to be like the big thing that that they focus on and, and the big takeaway. Yeah. You know, while of course there's still 16. Yeah, there is still 16. You know, so yeah, that's that's already a lot of things right there that they really have to talk about. You know, but okay. yeah, I think I think that's the one that would lose it. You know, um, I guess I have a bonus one too, kind of. I'll. I'll do my fifth, and then we can do some fun bonus ones. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, definitely. I, w- I was going between a lot of things, but if this is all going to be stuff that actually happens because we're predicting it on the 69th episode on 69, I feel like it's my responsibility to give this game uh, a boon. So, again, Square Enix... Marvel's Avengers <laughs> showcases the War for Wakanda expansion. It has eight minutes of gameplay of Black Panther showcasing how awesome he is, seeing all the cool heroes of the game so far working alongside him. At the end, it culminates in a confrontation with this behemoth, uh, this this giant not a robot but like a mech made out of vibranium that claw is controlling that cinematic leads into an announcement that this fall with the expansion dropping uh in september there will also be a the raid it's real it's a six-player raid so you can have a full team of avengers um and at the end of it they also tease the next character and it's Captain Marvel. So I like it. Spider Man's like not showing up here, that's gonna be a state of play. Mm, because yep. I, like I talked about this with Jack last week. Um people are still burnt on this Spider Man thing. Uh it sounds like Spider Man is coming potentially alongside Black Panther to PlayStation. Um and I think at E3, this is their chance to sell people on this game. I think you just want to have pure excitement and really cool stuff, like a raid, new area, new character, promise of more in the future. I don't think you want to bring up the idea that, like, oh, yeah, so we have a favorite child. Uh, I, I don't think they want to do that when they're trying to sell a wide audience on the game. So Yeah, yeah. I would do the same thing. Like, even though, like, it would be, like, a big pop yeah. um, to, like, the average person that may not be, like, privy to... That whole thing that happened last summer, right. you know, when it came out, um, you know, because obviously, you know, you, you put Spider-Man on anything, it's going to get attention, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think for that specific, you know, notion, you know, let's 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 not let's not temper the hype, you know, by bringing up that hey, it's exclusive, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. Do I think that right. do that at like the July state of play whenever it comes out yeah, this summer. Do it then. Which that seems like a perfect place to put it. Yeah, you know that so. that. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. Uh, but genuinely, I do think uh, Avengers will have a good showing at E3 this year. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. So. Yeah, we'll see. Those we'll are see. our five. Uh, do you want to recap them quickly before we do our big or our bonus ones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Breath of the Wild 2 will not come out this year. At least five or more. At least five uh, PlayStation 5 exclusive or ps5 pc exclusive games will be announced during the entire dv3 one of them will be final fantasy origins the other 
at least one of the other four will be a huge title dictated by Christian and I, but mainly Christian. Fantasy Seven Remake Part Two is given a title. Xbox Game Pass will be announced to be coming to a platform that Kevin owns already. Thus, yeah, whatever. Um, giving him an option to subscribe to the service, whatever. Cool. That, uh, and then number five, Kojima Productions will remain independent and not be bought by Microsoft. Asterix, this is not excluding some sort of second party deal. Yes. Whether it's Xbox or Game Pass or both. Sure. Et cetera. I got Final Fantasy XIV is announced for Xbox. It's coming this summer before the expansion hits in the fall, and it will a subscription to XIV will be included in Game Pass. Uh, the Mandalorian game is real. It's an announced as an Xbox exclusive coming in 2023 from Ninja Theory. It's not related to the show. There's a chance it's a Boba Fett game, but that's just a little bonus. Um, Avengers shows well. People get excited for it. Uh, it's what we've wanted to see from the game for a while um the community will be underwhelmed but to the mass audience will be like whoa this looks awesome uh donkey kong is getting a new game this year it is a metroidvania if it's 2d and resident evil village dlc is announced it's basically separate ways from re4 but it's about chris redfield in village so those are the ones i believe in the most so uh, throw the wild ones. I don't know how fleshed out yours are. Some of the mine, I just have titles. <laughs> but like, okay, okay. Uh, I have, I have two in the dome. There, they would be showing at the same conference. But I, I got, I got two ones in the dome. Okay, that I could, I could, I could spit out. You want me to go first? Sure. Yeah, hit me with one. All right. Um, let's go with bonus number six. Um, we will see a new IP from Ubisoft. Okay. Whether it be just like a little, you know, 30 second teaser, a title, whatever, but like we will see a new IP from Ubisoft, you know, to kind of just, um, get us like prime for, you know, a new generation. Let's, 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 let's bring a new IP. They get to use their Ubisoft original thing that they've been doing recently and mm-hmm. they started doing recently i think we'll get a new ip from ubisoft and then oh wait no okay go ahead you you go next okay um this one is just a title but uh see Nomura shows up he sends a little video package to the presentation and he says hey everyone hard at work on a bunch of projects right now uh but next year is the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts. So, we prepared this for you. Please enjoy. It's a trailer starring Yazora, and it's an announcement of the next Kingdom Hearts game. It comes out next year for the anniversary. It's called Verum Rex forward slash forward slash KH. So. Yes. 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 Um, I like it. I, I was very proud of the forward slashes. <laughs> Because the thing is, Verumrex is a video game world. Oh, it's the fourth king. Hmm. I feel you. I feel you. Also coding. Wait. You know? Yes. Because it's yes. A, it, it is a video game. Maybe we yes. work a colon in here also. Like an HTTP, sure. you know? Sure. For sure. But I like it. Uh, but yeah, that's like coming it. next year for the anniversary. I have two more for fun. Okay. I have 
I have fine. one more, but I can think of a third for sure. Okay. <clears throat> Number seven. The Avatar game will be shown at Ubisoft. <laughs> we will we will actually see it. We will actually see it. I'm gonna leave it at seeing, because I'm not sure what capacity that sh- game is in. <laughs> I don't know what shape that thing is in. If it's just a title with like you know a little like whoop like swooping camera, like all right. But I think we will see that game. Do you know this year? Omar's theory about that game. I don't know that. I I I, I don't know his theory. Please tell me. Uh, because the films you know james cameron is the spearhead of all of this this is his world this is his creation um avatar has not made its huge comeback yet you know we haven't gotten Mm -hmm. a re-release in theaters uh james cameron is making ubisoft hold off on showing this game until people can see avatar 2 for the first time like a trailer or something that's what omar is believing he's waiting for avatar to make its big comeback before the game gets to rank like he wants to bring it in. He doesn't want the game to bring in the comeback, you know? Right. Which, like, I mean, I can understand, yeah. right? You know, like, I guess that sucks, but... I, I'm with I, you, though. I, I, I can understand that line process, but, like, um, you know, just, hey, let us... It's got to be cool. It's got to be good. Listen, Cameron, I know, I know you're not, you know, too much in the game scene, but, you know, like, let us, you know, let us let's get hype you know it's okay hey we're used to waiting long times it's okay james cameron Mm -hmm. it's okay things move a little bit different here in the gaming side you know we're used to waiting three four years for stuff it's okay it's okay it's all good um hmm. okay i have one my next one for a bonus round is uh i half believe this well, I, I I would I would swear by half of this. The other one is hopeful. Um, okay. Starfield gets a twenty minute showcase out of the ninety minute presentation, and it is announced for twenty twenty one. Just twenty twenty one. No, no, nothing else. Just twenty twenty one. I'm not saying it hits this year, but I'm saying it is announced for this year. I mean, because listen, listen, listen. Starfield, for the Bethesda fans who love the Todd Howard Studio RPG games, they're going to love how it looks, but it's going to look like a Bethesda game because they're using the same engine they've been using since, like, 2005. It's an overhauled version more than... They said it's the biggest overhaul they've done since, like, 2010 of this engine. And I think they've been working on this game since 2015. I would not be surprised if it does hit this year. I know people are saying 2022, but when Bethesda games leak... They're a couple months away. So. Alright. And did we, say, did we say we get extra points if a bonus correct point, uh, if a bonus prediction goes through? Is that what we said? Is it, do we, I mean, are, are, are we doing double points for these bonus ones? I like, think so. Because uh, the bonus You know what, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they're, they're, they're like a little bit wild. Yeah, sure. Let's do double points. Yeah. yeah. That's a wild prediction. You know, I'm it going is, against what is. the rumors say. It is. It but is. my heart and my history with this being a fan of these games, tell me 2021, Kevin. Uh, I'm not, I don't believe in 21. But I don't, but like, damn it, like, I could see you winning that just because, like, I, it's so easy to just say a year and then to, to, to just push it. Like, no, I'm sure they one. have, like, I'm sure they have the blog post already written. But the thing is, is that, like, 
God of War said that in 2020. Yeah. Are you really gonna say like, hey, yeah, we expect this game to come out in the next six months, and then it doesn't, right? Like, but then it's like, you're Bethesda, you're Starfield, no one's really gonna give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, 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 no one's, no one's really gonna is, light is, you up on fire. It's, it's yeah. not gonna be a technical marvelous showpiece. It's gonna look good, but it's gonna look like a game that exists. You know, like I think, like that's mm-hmm. Bethesda's mo. Their games are never like stunning visual showpieces witcher 3 level like they look fine for the year they come out right they're just very dense they're full of amazing systems amazing story that's what starfield's gonna be and i like i think most people the consensus is with those leaks those screenshots people like how the game looks it definitely looks like a game that exists and isn't gonna impress anybody graphically but like i believe i think we can pull it off i think we can get 2021 (laughs) At least one of us does, because I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think so. While you know, you may have points, right? Of course, Fallout Four, you know, that was a quick turnaround. Uh, I'm sure there's another game that you can point to that did the same thing recently that I just can't think of right now. I mean, uh, Fallout Seventy Six was uh, revealed around that E3 too. That came out in November, so yeah, yeah, that too. Well, it wasn't but... the main studio; it was a different studio, but still, it's another. Like, Wolfenstein, again, that's a Bethesda, Zenimax Bethesda thing that was announced, too, was announced at E3 and came out in October, so, like... Right, right. As a publisher, that's Bethesda's move if there's a game ready. They hold it, and they announce it when it's within eight months. I just think it's more likely... I I honestly, honest to God, think it's more likely that we see Wolfenstein 3 drop this year than Starfield, even though we've heard literally nothing about 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 woman's entry i think that is more probable and to a degree way more likely yeah in my in my soul than starfield um but also i just think you know like i think th- i just think they want to save starfield to really shine a light and focus on that from like a marketing standpoint right because i think a lot of the marketing that we're going to see in the fall is going to be towards Halo, Halo, uh, yeah, infinite, you see, infinite. Right. Yeah. And like, it's, it's 20 year anniversary, you know, like, like, like let's, right. let's, 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 you know, like, like I think they're going to do a big, big giant push for Halo infinite. Right. You know? But did you see the banner they announced with this thing? It was a split banner. There were two things on there. There were some Spartans from Halo and there was the Starfield logo when they announced their showcase. So, I think they're going to blow out Starfield. I, I truly, I know they're probably not going to do this because they love having a ton of games to show. If we end up having a 45-minute presentation on Halo and a 45-minute presentation on Starfield, I would not be shocked. I don't think that's what they're going to do. But, when Fa- again, Fallout 4 was revealed. That was Bethesda's thing. They did a couple small things. They showed a couple new games. And then 30 minutes of Fallout 4. So, like, Todd Howard on stage talking about systems like i i i think we'll get something like that yeah no like i'm not even like i do think we're gonna see a lot of starfield for sure absolutely like i'm not even denying that for sure it's just uh i think it's gonna be um you know the first major big hit the big february (laughs) uh game for 2022 personally Yeah. yeah i think i think i think i think that is what we're looking at here you know and let's let's really you know, give a giant push. The multiplayer is going to be free for Halo. Mm-hmm. 
let's let's really just push that to the ground, you know, and and, and let's give it some mo momentum, sure. you know. Sure. Uh, what's your third the, bonus? Number eight, my last one. I gotta do it because listen, man, I I have no reason to keep this faith. I don't care about any of these things, but I I just want to just see the people happy. I'm a man of the people, Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like I may I may I may I I may conduit to the public. You know, I like to give the people what they want, and I know a lot of people want this. I've seen a lot of people lose faith over the years. I get it, you know. Shout out to my boy Cameron Hawkins. He's with me in this, in the fight, you know. Sorry for Smash. Sorry for Smash. Yeah, I I did Nintendo predictions the other day with uh, Omar and Charlie, and we we did Smash predictions. I did. I gave my two. I said Crash, and I did say Sora. I don't believe Sora, but I'm tired. And that was the one I wanted to say. Are you okay? Now walk down this avenue, right? We're getting more Kingdom Hearts, as far as we're aware. Yeah, we right? are. As, as far as you are, right? Are we getting more Crash? So why even bring Crash to Smash at this point? Granted, you know, Crash, like it's not like they're just gonna just abandon that if they've been working on that. They're gonna play it out. If they've been working on it, regardless of the recent news. You know, that's that's happened the past few weeks where like. You know that studio got swallowed up by what are they working on now? Is it? It's not COD, is it? Uh, it is COD. Yeah, it is COD. Toys for Bob, right? Ke- yeah, Kevin, we got a character from Fatal Fury. For DLC. okay, okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So. That's fair. I suppose. But okay, okay. Maybe yeah. Okay, maybe maybe that doesn't really matter necessarily. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the faith for the people out there. Sure. You know. I just, I mean, what what I really want, Christian, like the the main reason why I want this is because I just loved that. I just loved the reaction videos. I loved just seeing the internet fucking break yeah. with uh, Joker being in Smash, you know. And I think that Sora, Sora is the only one that's gonna do it again. I don't think there's anyone else that like. Yeah, Crash is gonna be cool. I don't think people are gonna like. I don't think servers are going to shut down and like people are going to be running in the streets. I think people are going to be running in the streets and the servers are going to shut down and like Twitter is going to be going crazy if Sora is announced. I think I think that's the only one that can do it. I I really do. And it'd be dope. Yeah. It'd be very very fun. It'd be very very fun. You know. It'd be great. Sure. Um I ju- I had a third one and I completely lost it. So we might just we might just go with a, a Hail Mary right now. Oh man, just give me something crazy. Okay. Give me something crazy. I this is one I used on the Nintendo one the other day, but I'll I'll do it again here because it's it's ridiculous. Okay. Because of the excitement and hype and genuine passion that the internet held around the very not true rumor of Star Fox Grand Prix. Because of all the love people had, everybody thought that was a genius idea. It was going to be super cool, great reinvention for Star Fox. Nintendo saw all that buzz for a game that does not exist. And they were like, you know, honestly, let's just make that. We saw how much the internet loved that idea. Why don't we just do that? We're not doing anything with Star Fox right now. And uh, that's what the new project from the Mario Kart team is. It's Star Fox Grand Prix, uh, and uh, it's 
not going to date. So I like it. I like it. I like it because I mean they, they they really don't have to make another. They really don't have to make another Mario Kart to be honest. Yeah, they don't. Um, I mean I would like them to just platformize. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Mario Kart, and we have drops like a Smash, mm-hmm. like a Animal Crossing, right? Where we have seasonal stuff yeah. happening more frequently in Mario Kart. I would love to see that mm-hmm. be the future of Mario Kart, and I think that would take another game release. Yeah. Um, it will eventually. But it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, like eventually. But it's like they, they it, that's a Switch Two game. They have yeah, yeah. That's that's a W Switch Pro. You right, you right, definitely. But definitely, yeah. Nintendo has no idea what to do with Star Fox. They saw a ridiculous amount of hype behind this idea of Star Fox Grand Prix. Well, yeah, let's Bet. do it. Let's just do that. Why not? Bet. Bet. So this this won't be in the predictions, but maybe we maybe I get to you know know the existence of a Metroid Prime trilogy collection for Switch. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Any of the like Persona Four, Persona Three on Switch would be nice. Um, Oh yeah, that'd be huge. That'd be huge. That'd yeah. be huge. Uh, Hades coming to PlayStation, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, oh wait, no, wait, no. That that. Wait, did that get announced? I don't think it did. I think there was an Xbox no, rumor. It it was Among Us. I'm I'm thinking of Among Us. I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm, sorry. Okay. Among Us got announced, but sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um, so Hades Hades coming to PlayStation, that'd be great. Uh, the rumor is that Psychonauts two is going to release this month. Uh, I'm playing that game, the original one, like, this week for the first time. Nice. So I, I love Double Fine, nice. so, like, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that could go... Like, Elden Ring, I think will be oh, at the show. Oh, Elden Ring. <laughs> I, I think it will be at E3, but I don't... I, uh, yeah, Elden Ring will show up in the next seven days. Listen... I'm not gonna lie. I almost want it to not come just to see the memes You're and horrible. just to see the and just and just and just see the heartbreak You're in the terrible. streets. You're did, did I just say I'm a you know I'm a I'm a person of the public. I like to give them what they want. I like to root for what they want. I did say that about five minutes ago, but I'm not gonna lie. I think it will be really funny. <laughs> but in actuality, no. Like I think they 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 should talk about it. I think you need to calm down the people. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Give them what they want, but it would be really hilarious, you know? Yeah. And it'd, be, it'd be really funny. Of course you'd say that, you know, you don't care because you're not going to play any of these from software games because you think they're too hard for you. Oh, man. You're scared yeah, of them. I get man. it. It's fine. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Amen. Hey, Fallen Order. Amen. Hey, <laughs> Fallen Order is so easy. <laughs> Follow the other man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh man, oh man. Yeah, there's a bunch of other rumors uh, out there that I'm sure both of us probably believe. A lot of them. Uh, that's how E3 usually goes. The final days before it kicks <laughs> off, there's a bunch of stuff that comes out. Uh, like you mentioned, Wonderlands, that Marvel XCOM game. There's a ton of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff that's gonna. There's that really Marvel cool. versus DC fighting game, right? Yeah. That's a weird beast. I don't know if that's just a Marvel game or if it's just a Marvel DC. I have no idea. But that one, I just don't. I just don't see Marvel doing that. I think. I, just, I, just, I truly. The, I, I think it's just Ed Boon and NetherRealm making a Marvel fighting game. I don't think it's a crossover. Yeah, I believe a Marvel fighting game. I don't yeah. believe a Marvel versus DC fighting game. That that I nah. I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think no. we could do that eventually, but it's not the next game they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so E3, uh, I think I'm excited for it, you know. I'd put myself at like a 9 out of 10 right now on the excitement scale. Um, two E3s ago, I was probably at like a 7 at this point in time. So, like, it's nice to be excited for them, even if PlayStation's not going to be there. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we will absolutely have tons of E3 coverage. Kevin and I will be reacting live to all of the major conferences and a couple of the small ones alongside a couple other uh usual members your omars your jacks uh for some of the events so if you want to stay tuned for those youtube.com slash joy uh is where the video version is if you're watching that already subscribe stay tuned we got a lot of reactions coming up uh next week's gamecast we will be going over probably an e3 recap you know scoring things giving reviews of the shows uh, game of the show stuff like that so look forward to that but in the meantime kevin where can everybody find you you to the comments plays in source um uh by the time you guys see this it may be happening later on in the day um or if you missed it it's up on the channel already and podcast services uh david k will be on roads to rift apart very excited for that uh it is going to be a video podcast and it's, and, and it's going to be a live one as well um so we're we're going to do a lot of new things you know with that uh spe- that specific episode just due to due to the nature of it and uh, we'll be giving our first impressions you know of uh Ratchet like ripped apart and uh you know talking to talking to david k has he played the game you know um you asked me a question that uh shoot i have written down i got you i promise i won't forget it what was that question opinions on jack and daxter yes the opinion on jack and daxter yes yes so that that's that will be asked and more as well, you know. Uh, just to pick his brain, you know. I I have a lot of questions for him as well, so we can't wait to do that. That'll be up on Friday by the time this goes live as well. Um, also, you can catch, you know, my Ratchet and Clank Road to Rift Apart. No, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart stream series, episode one, will have already happened by the time you guys hear this. So check out that Safe Slot podcast. I think we're going. Actually, I think I forgot when I was thinking about what I'm going to play first, I think I have to play the Yuffie DLC because I think me and Arachnite are going to talk about that for Safe Slot Podcast, nice. you know, this week. Um, so we're going to just, you know, gush about specifically the Yuffie DLC. And maybe just integrate as a whole, like how is it, you know, how does 60 frames feel, I, I, you know, just our thoughts about it um, as well. That'll be on Safe Slot. And um, yeah, I did a really, I mean, I thought it was a really good, you know, if I, if I say so myself, if I may. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart recap video. You know, I just took what I presume are going to be the big pieces of info that you need to know about the about the story and truncated it, put it up. You guys can check it out. Um, it's not like every single detail of the story, right? But it's just, I think the things that are, are, are going to be most pertinent that we know of so far about the series um, I may have a Horizon Forbidden West video up here this week as well, but I'll uh, definitely check out those. Twitter, at PSOS Vids, all that good stuff. And of course, uh, pretty much catch me on the majority of the E3 2021 coverage here on JoyClicks. Um, I don't see me like, you know, sitting out on something that Christian's not, I mean, that Christian's doing. So I, I should be very, very visible for E3 2021. So definitely check out that. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. It's 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 always, you know, I think that when you look at the console generation, Christian, right? Like, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, I feel like 
the early E3s in the gen yeah. are really, really sweet and yeah. really, really, really good because it sets the tone and you get to see what's coming up for this generation. And I think they, you know, kind of just not worse, but they, they, they trickle off, you know, towards the end of the generation. And I feel like we got a bit of a trickle off, uh, you know, for the end of uh, the last generation yeah. that we've been in the past few years. You know, so it, it's going to be cool to come back, see what people have been working on during COVID see what is the next you know chapter in or i guess the first you know chapter in the next in the new generation with the ps5 and series x so pretty cool stuff sure. excited uh if you want to follow me on anything uh at shunty 2 on twitter twitch and tiktok this show for the audio version if you would like to listen to it that way you can check it out on apple Podcasts or spotify rating and reviewing helps us out a ton if you want to help us out further though patreon.com joyclicks is where you can go to support the shows on a monetary level one in five dollar tiers $5 tier gets you producer credit like Chris Sackis, Ernie Sin, and Charles Applin. So thank you very much. And that is the pre-E3 show. The end of the pre-E3 segments. So look forward to um, next week. We got a lot of stuff to go over. Next Gamescast is going to be packed. The d- we're recording the, that the day after E3 ends. So going to be a big one. Um, yes, sir. But yeah. Thanks for watching. And until then, it's pizza time. Overwatch announced crossplay. <laughs> yeah, wait, shit, does, does Overwatch 2 have a date or a year or anything? No, right? Yeah.